All right, everyone. This is the breakdown of the Zane train. And uh, train is probably a good uh, good pronoun or uh, adjective for it because they were a train wreck. Absolutely. They're running off the I mean, tracks. They're their, so bad. Their team was literally... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Man. Uh and this is coming off of Zayner and I or Andy and I used to be co-owners in your league uh for the redraft. So mm-hmm. he had a lot of expectations of performing well. He uh he leaves my side and uh well, yeah, disaster. Disaster is struck. Well, I mean, we we saw who the brains were, right? So, I think we're going to break down quarterback, running back, receivers, tight end. I guess we can do the flexes and defenses and then just overall depth. And uh, maybe give some advice for the draft. How does that sound to you? Yeah. All I right. like it. I like it. Let's get into it. We have Cousins as a starter. It could either be Daniel Jones or Matt Ryan as well. I'm assuming Matt Ryan is going to be the guy most of the year. I'm I don't have that much faith in Atlanta, so my overall grade for his quarterbacks, I think I'm going to go like a C plus. Oh, I'll be honest. Even that, I think, is being pretty generous. Um, okay, I I don't mind Matt Ryan so much, right? I mean, he's still got his weapons: your Ridley's, your Jones. He's got Gurley now. We'll see what happens. Hayden Hurst. Eh, I mean, former first-round pick, but there's a reason right. why Baltimore let him go, right? Um, you know, so, I mean, I think he's a middle-of-the-road guy. I think he he's really – what's that offense going to be like? You know, his offensive line was horrible last year, but they were ravaged by injuries. Does a health uh, increase for them at that spot make him a little bit better? Probably. Um, Kirk Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> this poor soul. There's a guy who actually had decent numbers last year. No one talks about that. Go take a look at his numbers. They're actually solid. But now you've got – I don't even know what his weapons are anymore, man. They're just – they're completely depleting the team. Yeah. Uh, I, he's got Thielen. And I guess – was it Irv Smith and Rudolph? Rudolph is getting old. I mean, unless he's just going to keep dumping it to Cook. Yeah. I don't know. Thielen is Thielen. Yep. He's a hurt guy now, he's, right? I mean, that's that's just it, it's trending downward in Minnesota, and they just gave him all that money. I mean, what I, I a part of me understands it, all right, because we're talking about a franchise that's been downtrodden for a long time. We're talking about a franchise that has not had a real, like, all pro caliber quarterback since what one year of Brett Favre. I mean, it's. It's it's a struggling team when it comes yep, to the quarterback. It's just a franchise position. that cannot seem to find consistency, and that that's been their biggest downfall. So what what is your grade? I'll probably give him a Ooh. D plus. Zayner, especially with Daniel Jones there, my <laughs> God, that's a guy. So the only down reason the I gave a C plus is because Matt Ryan has been proven to be a top-five quarterback in fantasy. That's the only reason. 
And he he normally goes he normally goes every other Agreed. year. Last year was a down year, so maybe this year's the up year. I fear the rapid decline of Matt Ryan. That's what goes into my Makes major sense. grade. All right. So running backs. We got uh Kenyon Drake, Melvin Gordon, and James Conner. <laughs> uh I'll let you start this one off because I'll go off on a fucking tangent. So Kenyon Drake, love it. Love that. Love the place where he finally landed. He finally breaks away from the Dolphins. And he was used. He was finally used appropriately. They got rid of David Johnson. He's the guy there. Melvin Gordon is not the guy. He's not the only guy. Yes, goal lines, which is huge for fantasy. I agree. He's still PPR. He's still going to be valuable. But if he messes up at all, they have two guys waiting. So that's a little concerning. James Conner, man, I, if he can stay healthy and the quarterback play in Pittsburgh at least returns to some relevance with Big Ben coming back, I think he's actually going to be okay. I don't know if he's going to be a running back one, but I could see him being a very serviceable running back. Running back. So it keeps going off. So my <laughs> thoughts. Kenny and Drake, right? I actually love it. Similar to you. I mean, he's the guy. He's the man. He's going to get all the carries. He's going to get everything there. So I love that for them. Kenyon Drake, I actually think, could be, if this was a redraft league, a high second-round pick um, based on what he's got in, in terms of the production that he's going to see. Melvin Gordon, we got into this a little bit on the last podcast. This is a guy who is getting paid like a bell cow who's not going to be the bell cow. I don't really understand it. They've got now a stable of running backs. It kind of reminds me, if you harken back to – the late 90s with the Denver Broncos when they had Mike Anderson, Orlandis Gary, um, just some all these kind of just guys, right? Mm-hmm. But they worked because of the system they had. Um, I don't know what that does for Melvin Gordon. It, to me, he's is he a game breaker? I don't know. I didn't see enough of it last year. I think he really was hurt by that big layoff, which I don't know why these guys do that because every single time it happens, it seems to not work for them. <laughs> <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> um, but – you know, we'll see. Yeah, the the upside of the goal line carries are there with him, but from you know between the twenties, I don't know. That's Philip Lindsay territory, man. The guy's a big strider and he's a he's a home run hitter. Um, and James Conner, listen, I am much more into intimate here with this guy than a lot of other people are. Uh, he's a guy who was truly Pittsburgh through and through. The fucking home city loves him. This is a guy who, you know, beat cancer, came back from it, and became a really good fucking NFL running back in his first year. But what happened? This is a guy who doesn't take care of his body like he should. He runs a lot bigger than he is, which is why he's always hurt now, man. And it also didn't help him that last year, like you, to your point, he was running into eight, nine-man fronts because Rudolph and Duck were fucking horrible. So – having someone with at least the threat of completing passes 15 to 20 yards down the field, (laughs) hold on, (laughs) 10 yards down the field even, has to help him. You know, and Ben, Ben, when he 
when he doesn't see the deep shot, he loves to dump it off, which is where a lot of the PPR points came from Connor. So I think the opportunity for production will be there. Right. But let me take a look at that health. So my overall grade for this category, I'm actually going to be on the higher side. I'm going to give it, I'm actually going to give it a B plus. Okay. Your thoughts. And let me throw let me throw this in there. I actually don't mind that. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to go with a B, a solid B. And the reason why I give it a solid B is because mm-hmm. on his bench yep. he's got a carry on Johnson, right? This this guy he's he's he was Health. trying to be the bell cow in Detroit, but who it's knows what's going to happen there? Jalen Samuels, exactly. I mean, short of Pittsburgh bringing in another back. Jalen Samuels is still their third round, third down running back. Mm-hmm. So he gives you a lot of PPR value. And the underrated guy on his on his bench that I actually am a big fan of is running back Justin Jackson for LA. He is now in the short time that he was that he was given playing time, he produced. And now the only guy ahead of him is big Austin Eckler. And by big, I'm being funny, he's a small guy. Um, Justin Jackson, I think, is going to have agree, a productive year. Like you said with Austin Eckler, he's a smaller guy, and he does get banged up. So the opportunity will be there for Jackson. Carryon Johnson has been so disappointing to me because he's two for two on ending up on IR. I mean, I thought this dude was going to actually be really good, which kind of pissed me off because he's a lion. But uh, so far, yeah. not so much. And I was actually trying to trade for Carry on Johnson, but he gave me a Singletary instead, which I'm okay with. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so B plus me, B for you. Wide receivers. All right. Uh, Jarvis Landry, D.D. Westbrook, Robert Woods, Christian Kirk. Uh, on his bench, maybe Tyler Boyd or uh, Brandon Cooks is down there. Jalen Hurd, maybe. There's right, a, not a lot uh, to not like here. Landry, I, I don't know what to make of Cleveland right now. Because, like you said, with uh, Stefanski, he likes that double tight end set, which means that's going to eat up his uh, slot uh, receptions mm-hmm. here. So I, I think that's actually going to hurt Jarvis Landry's production. Dee Westbrook, better hope Minshew Mania is legit. Because if it's not, that that receiving option is just going to be brutal. And then between Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks. I I could see the Rams being really bad this year. I I just don't see with all this caps troubles that they have. I they did sign uh, their big left tackle again, right? Yeah, so at they least did. That Andrew keeps, Whitworth, yeah, he's uh, back off upright a little bit. But I mean, I don't know how long Whitworth is going to keep going. I mean, he's what 36, 37. I think he's up there. And then Christian He's Kirk, guy. I think, takes a big bump up, in my opinion, with the addition of Hopkins. Uh, I mean, it's Kirk isn't even going to be a thought 
to cover with Hopkins out there because Hopkins is a double double team threat all the time. So I think Kirk benefits kind of like uh, Antonio Brown and Juju Smith that year when Juju took a huge leap. Uh, a lot of a lot of similarities that, there. I agree. I. I'm going the C route again. I think I'm going like a, a C. Okay. And I think that's a fair grade. Let me tell you something. I'm going to go ahead and give them okay. a C plus. And here's why. Not that um, any of your points were wrong. I think they were pretty spot on. But I am even more enamored with the thought of what Christian Kirk could do in this offense with uh, DeAndre Hopkins taking, a, taking all the pressure off of him. Um, I think he's going to succeed very similarly to how Juju Smith-Schuster did in Pittsburgh, assuming Kyler Murray stays upright. Um, and with a small guy like right. that, I'm just always worried about it, you know. Um, but Kirk has the talent to be an absolute monster. This is a guy that can create separation, right? But is he a bona fide number one? He definitely wasn't there yet. Right, Otherwise, exactly. he wouldn't have went and got DeAndre, you know. But I think D.D. Westbrook, you can have all the faith you want in Jacksonville. I, I just don't. I think that guy that guy is a waste of space, in my opinion, so long as he's on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I feel bad for Zanger because of that. Um, Robert Woods and yeah. who's the other guy? Brandon Cooks on L.A. Listen, man, I, you and I both know the guy, the white guy is, is the guy there. I, I forgot his name. Oh, Cooper, Cooper Cup. There Cooper, you go. something like that, Cooper Cup. I mean, that's the guy. Right. So these guys are really just, you know, gnawing at the bone to get some type of some type of love. And it's game by game with both of them, man. I mean, Cooks is always hurt. You know, he's got the concussions. And Robert Woods, it really is up and down with him. Some weeks he'll look phenomenal. Some weeks he might get a point because he had one catch. Uh, but I will say this to the to the Rams. And this is this is just a truth bomb that people may not be ready for. They went into Pittsburgh last year, and this is Pittsburgh with Duck at quarterback. And the Steelers, I think, scored 15 points and won the game. All right, that's all you got to say about the Rams and their offense. They've got a lot of problems, and I really think that that's going to hurt Zayner here. Uh, and then finally, Landry. You know, he I actually view him as more of a receiving threat, someone who's more productive than, say, an OBJ, because this guy, I like his attitude. I think he's a hard worker, and I think he fights for everything he gets, whereas OBJ, to me, is just a diva, and I can't stand him. But I think Landry still gets a lot of the looks from Baker Mayfield. And another thing, though, in a negative aspect for Jarvis, is they bring in Hooper. Again, you mentioned Stefanski, double tights. That is definitely going to decrease his production. And that is why I give him a C overall. All C right, plus so overall. C and C plus. Tight end. This is where I think Zayner can actually have a little separation from people. I'm actually giving him – this is all based on what could be. I'm giving him an A plus. OJ Howard with Tom Brady. Brady loves the tight ends. Disley, if he can stay healthy – that dude was killing it to start the year. And I think Noah Fant could take a huge step forward. So, yeah, I'm giving him an A-plus on that. I like the situation that he has for tight end. 
and tight end can be a make-or-break position in fantasy football. Hands down, stop the presses. His deepest position on this team is the tight end position for the exact reason you just named. O.J. Howard, I think, could be Gronk-like with a Tom Brady there at quarterback. I mean, yes, he has I just the said that Gronk like to do that. That's how fucking talented he is. Right. So yeah, Gronk dominated this league. Make no mistake, it wasn't that long ago. Uh OJ Howard has that capability. No offense. My God, this guy runs like a mm-hmm. fucking receiver out there. Just big vertical presence. I love that for Denver. I love that for Zayner. Will Disley, guess what? Yes, they did bring in a couple more weapons. Metcalf, I mean, came on a little bit later in the year. Gordon was obviously there. I don't know where he is now. Probably gone out of the league. But Disley was a high-value target in the red zone for Russell Wilson. I think that is also a plus for him. Give me an A, a strong A. So, yeah, Zaner, you finally got something right, man. All right, so <laughs> his overall flexes, we kind of talked about it with Connor and Kirk. Those are the ones he has in there now. Uh, potential people in there again. I mean, if Disley or Fant step up, Cooks, Boyd, Curtis Samuel. I forgot about Curtis Samuel, but I think Robbie Anderson takes a hit on his production. Jackson, if he takes a step forward, mm-hmm. could be in there. I mean, overall – I think his depth for the flex, I, I'll i give it a, another C. I, I mean, it's it's fine, but it's nothing that's going to blow you away. I'll go to C plus on the depth. And the reason why I'm giving him that is because I'm real bullish on um, on Tyler Boyd with A.J. Green coming back. I personally – I'm a big fan of Joe Burrow. I think he's got the moxie to be a su- successful quarterback in this league. Um, it sucks he's going to Cincinnati because I have to hate him. But he um, he's a talented dude, man. And I just watched him read defenses all throughout the season last year. And he's just, he's got a calmness about him that can make him dangerous. And uh, Tyler Boyd's a talented dude. He got a lot of looks last year when, when Andy Dalton was the quarterback. But – Unfortunately, when Dalton was benched and they put in that Finley, the guy's production fucking plummeted. So they got to hold Burroughs at least as good as Andy Dalton. I think he'll be better than Andy Dalton. I'm just going to go out on a limb there and uh, say that he's actually – he could be a solid, solid contributor this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, Zane. Tyler Boyd is a very good he, – he racks up the receptions, which is good for PPR. And – Joe Burrow's going to need someone to dump it off to. I mean, I know they – didn't they re-sign uh, Efert? Not that it matters because he never plays anyway. They did. But, I mean, like you All said, right. with A.J. Green coming back, the only thing that worries me, again, rookie quarterback, you never know what the production is going to be. And A.J. Green, I cannot rely on his health because he doesn't play either. That's true. Um, yeah, I – yeah, I think C's where I got to stick. Defensively. Sure. Uh, I like what I see. I mean, Daniil Hunter, solid. Fred Warner, solid. 
Jamal Adams, solid. I mean, Warner's probably his best one. Maybe Roquan Smith when he's healthy. Uh, Johnson, the third. I mean, LA's always they, – they get rid of the ball so fast that their defense is always on the field. When this guy was playing, he was averaging like 15 points a game, which is huge for a defensive player. So I, I'm going to give him a B-plus for his defense. You know, and I pause because this is really something I got to think about here. Fred Warner, I'm a giant fan of. I love Fred Warner. I think the guy is great, actually. I just don't think enough people know him because he plays on the West Coast. Um, I think he's an all-down linebacker who is phenomenal, and he's fierce. So I like him there. I'm, I, do I need to go into Jamal Adams? Supremely talented guy. Just plays on a shitty team. Another one of those unfortunate situations. But Daniil Hunter, I'm real down on, and I'm going to keep it real with you right now. We're talking about a team that got rid of mm-hmm. the big fat guy, Linval Joseph. He's now, I think, over in Oakland or the Chargers, somewhere like that. They got rid of Everson Griffin, who was the other guy on the other side that was rushing the passer that was helping Daniel Hunter become as successful as he was. And now he's there alone, man. I mean, yeah, they signed big fat Michael Pierce from Baltimore, but this guy doesn't go up the field. This guy is just a run stopper. You know, he's trying to eat up blocks. Daniel Hunter is going to be in for a rude awakening this year. There's going to be a lot more um, offensive line audibles shifted towards his way. We're going to see who Daniel Hunter yeah, really true. is. I'm, I mean, I, I'm assuming with Minnesota's draft capital, they're going to have to address it in the draft. So it's it's one of those wait and see type of things. But so what what do you what are you thinking overall for the defensive positions here? His other uh, lineman is Bradley Chubb uh, could take a step forward, but again, wait and see. Right. I'm going to be kind to him because I love Fred Warner and Jamal Adams so much. I'm going to give him a B minus. Being kind to him. Give him a lower grade than me. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, now let's go over. I mean, we kind of talked about the depth through each position. So draft, draft wise, he's got the 101. Where do you think he needs to invest? Personally, I'm going wide receiver, man. I really am. And he's going to have a lot of wide receivers to choose from. Like you said in the last podcast, though, it's going to be a matter of where these guys go, my man, because there's a lot of talent. You could say, I'm picking Jerry Judy right now. What if he lands on a just terrible destination with no quarterback? I mean, you're not picking that guy then. Right. (laughs) Correct. Judy's the kid from Alabama, correct? In every mock draft that I'm seeing right mm-hmm. now, and keep that in context, mock draft, he's not even the first Bama receiver being taken off the oh, board. The I think guy. it's Ruggs. So, yeah. So, you know, everyone falls in love with guys like Tyreek Hill, so I think that that's kind of the flavor of the week. But that's what I see happening. 
So Judy could fall down to a team with a stronger quarterback. Could you imagine if he fell to like, I don't fucking know, oh, a Green man. Bay Packers? Don't tease you know me, what I mean? Man. I mean, who That's... knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I got to mention, I believe Zayner traded away his pick last year to Tim, which resulted in A.J. Brown. I'm conf- I'm I'm confirming <laughs> this right now. I think he did because Zayner wanted to move up again. Uh... Oh, maybe there we go. Now it popped up. Uh, yep, there it was. Zane Train had the fifth pick. Whoever he picked instead of that resulted in uh, Timmy getting AJ Brown. God damn it, Zayner. A gluttony yeah. of bad moves, unfortunately. I think, you know, I want to take him and I want to reach out to Ashley. Get your man in line. Don't let him do this to you. Be the champion that I know you can be. And, yeah, and don't get me wrong. Ashley actually That's has all some knowledge with fantasy football. She actually, they do a lot of other leagues, and she's always in the top. So I, I just don't see where. I don't see where these two know just don't mesh. Maybe, maybe it's time. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it's time for that split. <laughs> You're getting deep. No, 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 We're no. We're talking not, relationships. Not relationships. I'm going to need you to stop immediately. Yeah, don't start making me like, start divorce rumors or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, that's the Zaners. Uh, any last thoughts? I mean, overall, I think the team, I think based on all the grades, it sounds like a, a C for the most part. I agree. Maybe even a C minus. I mean, listen, he's, he's got a lot of work ahead of him. He's got a lot of praying to do. (laughs) He's hoping for healthy seasons. And, I mean, healthy seasons for him to just get the production of what his guys are capable of, and which is not even mm-hmm. a great-level production. You know what I mean? So he's going to need to hit this draft out of the park because Absolutely. he's got some work to do here. I mean, I, I could even see maybe he can luck out and draft with the 201, maybe a quarterback. Uh, I think that, I mean, that has to be looked there. at. That's, that's the real issue. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't be opposed to taking a risk on someone like a Tua, but with teams not even being able to look at their like actually doing face to face interviews and stuff, that kind of worries me a little bit. I agree. But other than that, I think that'll wrap the Zane train. Any last thoughts? Yeah. Um, good luck, my well, friend. The draft in April is going to be huge for you. But other than that, uh, the next on the block uh, is Ben. Freight train. So we're going with the train wrecks back to back. So 
<laughs> hey, word of caution. Change your goddamn names. But other than that, uh, yeah, we will be back with uh, the review of the freight train, the team that took a quarterback a little too early. That's a little insight there. <laughs>